Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the drive. Again, thank you for joining me on my drive, uh, whether it's to work or to the gym or home or to run errands for the church or whatever it is. Like when I'm driving, I'm able to do these podcasts and it's been a blessing for, I don't even know how long. I should look back and see when I started it, but there are a lot of episodes now and I just get such joy in uh, encouraging whoever I can. Uh, you guys probably know because I say it you know, once in a while, I... Uh, my goal is, my divine, I believe, goal is to encourage at least one person a day. And if I can do that, then it's a blessing. Then I want to do that. And uh, speaking of that, I do have also an Instagram account where it's uh, Mike underscore S-T-E-R-N-A-D, Sternad. And uh, I do that with video as well, just like encouraging people in God's word. And we went through all of 1 Corinthians, not all of it. I've selected verses throughout the 16 chapters, there are so many. And it was kind of hard to do, but we got about 50, what, 52 episodes out of it. And so now that we start, we're starting 2 Corinthians. And just a sort of a preface, uh, 1 Corinthians was written by Paul because false teachers were influencing the people. And they were also uh, vying to discredit the Apostle Paul. They didn't say he was Apostle. They said he um, he didn't teach right things. That he was not a good orator. That he um, they just criticized him. Right? They criticized him. They were trying to discredit him, and so they were also leading people away from the faith. Also, culture was having an influence upon the Corinthian church. So there's a lot of stuff going on, and so First Corinthians is known as a letter of correction. Although Paul did it with love and grace, yet it was a letter of correction. And the second letter of the Corinthians, Paul heard that they were heeding what he was writing, what he wrote in the first letter, his first letter. And so the second letter, uh, number one, he's writing to thank them, to to, to basically um, commend them, if you will, for heeding his first letter, <laughs> which is awesome, right? They were starting to be obedient to the Lord again and coming back to him. Uh, but also you see throughout the letter that he's really he's not trying to prove himself but he calls himself Paul the Apostle quite a bit and he's as people were coming against him attempting to discredit him and um, so no one would listen to him you see him sort of defend himself uh, throughout sprinkled throughout this letter as well Um, but like any letter it's filled with in the Bible, it's filled with biblical truths, divine writings that we can glean from, learn from, grow from. And so I'm excited to start going through 2 Corinthians. I just want to start with verse 1, uh, just because I feel like there's got to be some kind of introduction, which the Apostle Paul writes. Because remember, it was scrolls, so they didn't write their name at the end. They often wrote their name and their title in the beginning of the letters. So people didn't have to unravel, unroll the scroll all the way to look at the bottom they could just look at top, the top and know right away who was writing the letter so he wrote first second uh, corinthians 1 1 paul an apostle of jesus christ by the will of god and timothy our brother so the first thing i see is that he addressed himself as a, a apostle of christ by the will of god in other words he didn't elect himself he didn't he wasn't self-appointed now that's not to say there aren't some in this world who self-appoint themselves as leaders I call, I'm a prophet, I'm an evangelist, I'm a pastor, I'm a leader, I'm an elder. Like some people will self-proclaim themselves, not being called by God, but they just say, this is, this is my title, this is who I am, or this is who I want to be, rather than letting God choose that for them. Uh, 
And so I just like how the Apostle Paul wrote that in there, you know, Paul the Apostle, by the will of God. This is God's will. This is what the Lord wanted. Paul didn't say, I'm electing myself a leader now because I was a leader in uh, the Sanhedrin before Christ and I'm going to be a leader now. No, he, he was, it was by the will of God. You know, the Lord spoke to him. He heeded what he spoke. And he was walking in the mission and the calling that God had for him, right? So I love that part. But also what I want to kind of hone in on is and Timothy, our brother, because there's like a partnership, right? It's not just companionship. It's a partnership in the gospel, in the ministry. And, you know, lately um, it's been a blessing to talk to a lot of people who are in different churches. They uh, do different ministries. They have hearts for the Lord. They believe in the gospel. They believe in the Bible, but there's just different churches do different things and emphasize you know different doctrines as well which is fine but it's been a blessing getting to know people from other denominations and other churches and other, you know especially in this community because it's kind of like we talk about the lord we talk about what you know what we're doing at church and and vision and all that but also we just talk about how god is working in our own lives and how god is using what he's doing in order to edify us and use us in the lives of others and so it was, it's just a real blessing to be able to connect with other fellow uh, believers and talk about the lord i mean it's it's encouraging is it encouraging at our own church absolutely i'm always lifted up when i gather together at our own local body you know but also to see others in the community and talk to them and pray for them and get prayer from them and um, it's just cool to connect, you know, because, you know, God's doing a work on all fronts, you know, all over the place, even just within our little community here in Mobile. You know, God is doing a work. And so that that lifts me up. That encourages me, you know, not just as a pastor, but as a, a Christ follower, seeing God do, you know, great things in the lives of his people in our church and outside of our church. And so that's that's a huge thing. Partnership, you know, I, I think about it like this. You know, I, um, I'm i always <laughs> thinking about what, you know, good a good book would be. And I, I thought, you know, a while ago, it'd be cool to write a book about, you know, kingdom collaborators. You know, those who are living and alive to fulfill the Great Commission and further God's kingdom and collaborating and working with, you know, fellow believers in order to do... Uh, you know, the awesome work of the Lord. And I just think that's so encouraging when uh, Christ followers get together and, you know, pray together and, you know, be built up in the holy faith and then be sent out. Because we're not alone here. We're not alone in on this earth. There are other people who love Jesus, who believe in the gospel, and who are living for him. There are other people who are sold out for the Lord and going all in for the kingdom. It's not just us. It reminds me when Paul went to the city, and I love what the Lord said, you know, because Paul must have been uh, worried or concerned or something. It doesn't tell us, but the implication is easy because he basically says, Paul, you got, I have people in this city. In other words, it may look daunting, it may look difficult, it may look dangerous, but I have people in this city, don't worry. God has people all around the city that you're in, that I'm in, 
that love Jesus, that are doing the work in the ministry. You're not alone. I'm not alone. It's a partnership. It's a kingdom collaboration. And so that to me is incredibly encouraging. And so we get to work together uh, for the Lord who equips us to be used by Him. And that to me is one of the most awesome things ever. I marvel at that completely. So I hope you guys do too. And I hope you guys have an amazing day today on this Wednesday. God bless you. And we'll talk to you soon.